When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of additive adventures and temporary turnaways. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hey, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and that is my name. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Jeff Murdoch, and similar, that is my name. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Erin Rain, and this is my game. Oh, wow. yeah. uh, Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. I'm Claire Linick, and I am quickly working towards the nickname Silver Fox. Oh, wow. Yes. wow nice. And I'm Alan Linick. <laughs> no, no, no. As you all notice, Alan isn't here. He's at a wedding where there appears to be some drama since Claire is, of course, his legal and social wife. <laughs> and partners, so the fact that one is there and the other isn't is a scandal that will be reserved for our Patreon <laughs> subscribers. Just another reason to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash mystery county. That's a contract. I'm willing to head up yes. the shade portion of Patreon <laughs> oh, if we get yes. a whole separate. Oh, yes. Shamanda's shade. I, shade corner. I really it's love still it. Still pissed with Shamanda. Still <laughs> pissed. Okay, so what we're going to do today, we're going to do a brief interlude. And this actually works out incredibly well because there is something that I really wanted to focus on, which is the international organization that Susan is a part of, that is the Monster Hunters. So we're going to explore what they have going on right now in their lives. And the way that we're going to do that, we're going to be using a game called Roll for Shoes by Ben Ray is the best accreditation I can find on the internet. It's sort of a mythical game that just appeared and people like to play it. And then I'm also using as inspiration, a thing called Here There Be Dragons by Dan Felder as well. So accreditations out of the way. Gang, here is how this game works. It's very simple. Everybody needs to have some D6s. Cool. And the way that it works is you are going to start with one skill, and that skill is do anything. Anytime awesome. you want to do something, you use that skill, and you have a one in it, which means anytime you want to do anything, you roll one D6. When you roll a D6, I will also roll a D6 to oppose it. If it's a thing that an average person probably could do, that'll just be one D6. If it's something that would be difficult for an average person to do, that'll be two D6. If it's something that would take an epic kind of person to do, that'll be 3d6. And if it seems humanly impossible, I will roll 4d6. Now, if your roll beats my roll, you succeed. You do what you set out to do. If you fail, if your roll gets under my roll, then you fail and you get one XP. Everybody with me so far? Yeah. yeah. You're just rolling against yeah. me. Now, you might be saying, that seems unfair. You get to roll so much more than, than I do as a player. Here is how we even the odds. If you roll a six, you get a new skill. 
And that new skill comes in one level higher than the one that you just used. So if you roll a six, if you try to open a door and you roll a six, now you have a new skill that is at a two. And when it's at a two, you use two D6 against my rolls. Now, here's the other thing. That new skill has to be more specific than the skill that you just used, and it needs to be related to what just happened. So, for example, if you try to open the door and you get a six on it, you get a new skill, but it needs to somehow relate to how you opened the door. So it might be like lock picking two. So you have do anything one and a lock picking two. And then if from there further, you used lock picking and you got two sixes, then you get a new skill, but it needs to be more specific than lock picking. So it might be like safe cracking three. And now anytime you roll, you crack a safe, you get to roll three D six. Does this make sense? Wait, so you get it 2d6 to to get the third d6? So you need to roll all sixes on, on a roll to get a gotcha. new skill. Awesome. So yeah, okay. if you're rolling 2d6, you need two sixes to do it. The only other part of this, and again, I will guide us through it. I'm just trying to give everything at the top for our listeners at home. Anytime that you want to, as I said, anytime you fail, you get XP. So track your XP because you can always use XP to turn any dice roll into a six in order to gain a new skill. You can't change the outcome. So you would still, you know, fail or succeed, whatever. But say you rolled two D6s and you rolled a six and a one. Since you're one and you have one XP, since you're really close, you could get a new skill by spending an XP and turning that one into a six. So now you have two sixes and now you get a new skill. Does this make sense? Yes. Broadly, the easiest way to remember it is track your track your failures. Just you know, hatch down your failures and call yes, out your rolls individually. So call out. I rolled a one and a six, or a, a three and a five. Cool. Call those out. We'll we'll do the aggregate sum total, but that'll make it easier for me to be like, well, you could use if you want a new skill, you could you know whatever. I'll be able to track okay. it most easily that way. Question for you. Yes. Uh, can you use two experience at the same time? To get oh, two yeah, days? my dude. Of course you can. <laughs> sick. Yeah. Sick, sick, sick. And that, those are the rules for Roll for Shoes. Awesome. All right. Love it. Is there a reason why it's called the Roll for Shoes? It's called Roll for Shoes because originally somebody was like, I'm going to roll to see if I have shoes on. <laughs> oh, cool. I love it. <laughs> so part of it more. is, yeah, and part of it is, obviously, the way to like the way to improve your character is to roll liberally. So anytime you've, you're like, I want to try something, go for it. This game gets goofy. So this is a thing also where you could be like, because it's there's always a possibility that it could work out. So you could always be like, I want to roll to see if I can telekinetically remove his spleen. Whoa. And I'd be like, cool. Whoa. Roll to see if, if that's a skill you have. Like, roll to <laughs> see if you can do that. That seems pretty epic, though. Yeah. It does seem pretty epic, but there's okay. always a chance, Jeff. That's, that's what's true. so fun about I, it. I freaking love it. Now, I'm going to pull it. up my own dice roller because it's been so long since I've had to roll dice because of the game that we use. So I am prepared. Here is how we're jumping into this. Carl Druthers... The head of the organization that Susan is a part of, the nominal head. He's not the best monster hunter in the world, but he is the best operations manager in the world of monster hunting. Sits in the Sydney offices of the Legend, Myth, and Apocrypha organization. And he sees a red blinking light and he grimaces, gets up and says, oh, I hate this pot and walks over and then you watch him just boom, he teleports out in the circle at the corner of his office. 
and appears in the actual headquarters of the Legend, Myth, and Apocrypha organization, which is a floating island of lashed together barges sitting in the middle of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. He's there, he snaps his fingers, and flanking him on his right is one Barb Wexler. And he walks, poof, throwing open a door, walks into a room. There before him, there are four individuals. They look grimy, crusted with the grit of travel and previous fights. They look exhausted. This is you all. And Carl Druthers walks in and says, Now, I know you're exhausted and you're still woozy from your last bounce, but we've got word of another Bondelgrob bud. This time in... Now, here's the first question for this game. Where is this next mission taking place for you all? You are four veterans of Lamau, the legend, myth, and apocrypha organization. (laughs) (laughs) And No. (laughs) And you have been hunting down Bondelgrob buds all over the globe. Where are you going this time? Ooh. Uh, I I think we're in the jungle. Ooh, I love it. What continent are we thinking? South America. Yeah, like oh, Costa Rica. It. Great. So this is very predator kind of yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So Carl says, um, uh, this time in uh, the jungles of Costa Rica, uh, which I apologize, it should be quite difficult. But as you know, you're the only ones we have here. Tori is off on assignment. So we need to do this. Now, I know you know this already, but we do have to follow bounce protocols, so let's go through a quick history of the Bondelgrob. He pulls down, there's a, a screen, a white screen, and a series of slides start showing on it. He says, first slide here, created in the early 80s, as we know now, by Susan Wexler, trader. Every, everybody boos. <laughs> he points over to Barb, who is just sitting there. She's very quiet. She's in a... I mean, Aaron, you tell us, what would Barb be wearing when she's at, like, quote-unquote work? Oh, uh, it's a really smart pantsuit. Um, oh, wait, am I Barb? Yeah, here's Barb. Oh, it's a smart pantsuit. It's tweed on the top, and the pants are smooth. Uh, it's a beige color. Um, and uh, I've got on really cute heels. They're cheetah print. <laughs> Great. It's and you're just Barn. taking notes. And and it's yeah. for for the rest of you, uh, or for everybody in the room, this is all normal. Anybody from the Monster Hunting Club would be shocked to see how easily she is enmeshed in the system as the number five monster hunter in the world. And Carl points over to Barb and says, from what Bob has been able to piece together for us, it seems that Susan Wexley used magic to merge together three different creatures the ba, which is 80% teeth, about the size of a vole, and attracted to plumage. The ondol, which is super adaptive in a kind of land starfish, it's truly repugnant. And then the grob, which is basically goo. It's a parasite that must be consumed to complete its life cycle. And unfortunately, as it turns out, it's a hive mind. So, as we all know, the intent seems to have been to create something that would get eaten, then burrow out from the inside of the eater, killing the creature that ate it. Instead, he goes to a new slide, and you see your first shot of a full bundle grub. Uh What we got was a monster that merges with anything that eats it, creating a hybrid that is then joined to the bundle grub consciousness. Luckily, due to the programming embedded in it through the magics of Susan Wexler, it seems to seek out cryptids first, unless it finds feathers. 
And then he continues to proceed through a series of slides that show just calamities. A lot of good people were lost in those first years. Pretty much annihilated the entire U.S. monster hunting community. I mean, I think we all remember what happened to Boston, Massachusetts after the Crondle Group incident. Don't talk about that, please. <laughs> Don't just lost- disrespect it. I'm sorry. We lost I a understand. lot of good folks that night. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the entire room takes a moment of silence. <laughs> and then he's like... Anyway, back on mission. In 87, it did stop reproducing, which is lucky for all of us, as any time it achieves sustainable mass, it will bud. Bob here suspects that Susan figured out some trick to stop its budding abilities. However, it seems now that the word has gotten out about what she did and her role in creating it, that Susan has decided to let go of the leash, as it were, and just, I suppose, watch the world burn. Boo! Boo! I Indeed. always think she'd break bad. I knew it. So, she's the now, worst. Carl puts his hand on Barb's shoulder and says, Bob, we uh, all apologize to you. I know we mistrusted you a lot over the years, but you were truly right. It does seem to be that Susan was a double agent working against the aims of LMAO. And we appreciate the work that you're doing to try to, to fix the dark legacy that afflicts the Wexler name. No hard feelings at all. <laughs> You're a good you worker, Bob. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Bob is working on a solution to stop the reproduction, but until then, we do need to eliminate each bud before it spreads through the local cryptid population. Now, on to the specifics of this case. He goes to the next slide, and you see a screen. He says, as you can see, this appears to be the local cryptid population in question in the Costa Rican jungles. Now, here's the question. What kind of monster is this Bondelgrob bud hunting? Ooh, I think it's a slime. Wait, it yeah. already has a slime, though. What about, like, a, ooh, a snake? Oh, yeah, a snake. Oh, mm-hmm. like a, yeah. Like a, a snakey a monster. Oh. Yeah. A snondelgrob? A Jesus. Okay, so, <laughs> Jeff, I love it. It's a snake. Now, what makes this a cryptid? What makes this mythological, this snake? Does it have abilities is it just like very large is it mixed with something it's hooved (laughs) (laughs) oh my god how many hooves claire i have to ask the most important question does it have limbs or is it just a hooved snake like is it does it have legs that have hooves um yeah i think it has like really like kind of functioning like legs like two inches tall and then these like gnarly hooves but it's on its back so it doesn't always employ them Um, the the hooves are on its back yeah the hooves are on its back oh my my god God. so it could just roll over and stand up run (laughs) yeah sure could sure oh shit oh my gosh oh i mean what sure footing it has so it's like a so that sounds like it is kind of a like a spider snake. Oh, yeah. It's basically just a millipede, which is scary enough. So I'll, no, I don't like yeah. don't do anything. I, I say, let's leave it. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I appreciate the humor, but you know that's not an option. We need to stop this bird as soon as it consumes the local, I guess, and becomes a, a snondle grob, <sighs> as you point out. Then, of course, it will continue to consume anything else it can find until all living life in the area has been consumed and joined into the bundle grob. You're right. You're all we have right now. It needs to be stopped. 
ideally before it gets to the hooved snakes. Is there a name for the hooved snakes? I'm trying to, I, I know it's in Costa Rica, so I'm trying to be sensitive to the fact that I don't speak Spanish well enough to come up on the fly with a good. Ooh, hold on. Uh, I call it Snakey Boy. <laughs> uh, no, it's called uh, Tortuga. <laughs> Just to see, hooves in Spanish are pezunas. Ooh. And is there yeah. anything? So I'm going to just call it pezunas, if that's okay with yeah. you. Yeah, that's fine. Pizu- what is it called? Pezunas? I'm right. Pezunas, yeah. Like a petunia, but so much worse. Like a petunia, yeah. but a pezunia. But a pezunia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is so gross. Uh, yeah, we'll do that for now. I mean, I bet they have a different name for it all over. Each place that calls it different things. Absolutely. Right. So what would it be called when it gets north of the Rio Grande? How about Turtle Boy? <laughs> Turtle Boy. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> to combine everybody's <laughs> I do like that. Oh, oh god! Wait. So is this? So is this snake shelled also? Is this a shelled hooved well, snake? Look like the kind of like look, yeah. I think that yeah, looks like a shell. Like oh my god! Yeah. Looking like like a turtle, but actually yeah. being a hooved snake. Oh, yeah. I love it. So its hooves like overlap <laughs> and can create. <laughs> oh. Jesus it's like a millipede I, style. So, so what many happens? Hoops. And I'm just asking, what happens when it sheds? I've created this the <laughs> awful situation, but what happens when it sheds its skin? You know what? Oh my god! This you're going to want to ask the locals about. Perfect. I'm going to save it for the locals. <laughs> Obviously, as we all know, we're still working to improve our diversity and representation in the local monster hunting communities. The Pazunians are still in under researched cryptid so we don't know all of the specifics about them however we need to keep them safe so you will be liaisoning with local authorities to well local monster hunters to get to the bottom of this obviously you'll want to find the information on where the pezunias lair what their abilities are any weaknesses in case they have been merged with a bundle grub bud and move from there in order to try to bring it to its knees and stop the bundle drop. Any other questions before you bounce? I have a question. This is Barb speaking. Um, am I going on the trip or is someone else going <laughs> that uh, sounds a little bit like me but different? Everybody laughs at it. It's like, <laughs> oh, Barb. Carl is like, Bob, you are truly... The linchpin of LMAO, we would be lost without you. There's no way we're letting you out in the field. Not until all of this is settled out. All right. Yes, we I'm want going you back. then. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, just care of the shit up. I'm on my way then. Sorry. Oh, and Carl is like, Bob, I want you in the lab working on those books you said you found until we get the answers we need to get this threat put behind us. All right. Enjoy the bounce. And thank you again for doing this. You are truly a credit to LMAO and everything that we stand for. He turns and he walks out the door. Now, when he walks out the door, you see he reaches for the the doorknob a few times before he can grab it. And he's like, oh, I hate bouncing and walks out. Now, the reason he hates bouncing is the following. Bouncing is what they call at Lamau the teleportation magic that will instantly take you to where you need to be. It seems like such an improvement over flying or anything else. It has one problem. That problem is once you bounce, temporarily, it wipes out all of your procedural memory, which means it wipes out all of your muscle memory. So you, you it's not that you don't know how, like, you don't mm. necessarily forget, like, 
episodic memory, like your own personal history or things like that. But you forget how to do things for a little while, which is why once you guys bounce, which you do just right now, you guys bounce. You you go to the corner of the room. You go through one at a time. You arrive at the other area. And you guys, all of your skills temporarily completely wipe out. And all you have oh. is the ability to just do anything. And, uh, and nothing yeah. more specific than that. Now, before we move forward, as you enter into the jungles of Costa Rica, let's meet each of you and just hear a little bit about you. So you're four veterans of Lamau. Aaron, you've already given us a little <laughs> bit of a taste. Uh, do you want us to tell us about who you are? Yeah, sure. I'm Bumbly Brant, and uh, I'm from. I live down the street from Kyle growing up, and uh, he just invited me in, and I've done pretty well for myself. I would say I'm the number 15 monster hunter in the uh, whole world, and uh, I've been noticing kids doing my accent uh, from America, and they sound exactly like me, and not much <laughs> like other people from New Zealand, but... That's where I'm from. <laughs> it's my <And> then, deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's your deal. Bumbly Brant. I love it. Jeff, why don't you introduce your character and make sure to tell us, obviously, what number of Monster Hunter you are. Sure, sure. Great. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Carlisle <laughs> Chaplin. Ooh. And you can call me the kid, and I am the world's oldest Monster Hunter. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? I am 88. Oh, God. <laughs> you sound uh, amazing. You do. You Thank sound you so, so much. chipper. I have one orange every morning, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you eat? <laughs> Until lunch. <laughs> what number of Monster Hunter are you, or is it just match your age? I am also 88. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Cute. mind where I'm at. I don't mind going higher <laughs> or lower. Great. Rashawn, who are you? They call me Pubby. I'm the yes. 195th <laughs> monster hunter in the world. It's my goal to get to number one. <laughs> Rishan, also, your Jason Statham accent is impeccable. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm excited to jump around the jungles of Costa Rica. <laughs> and finally, Claire, who are you? Okay, well, we're in a real situation because I can't do one accent. Um <laughs> And so in the spirit of not offending everybody <laughs> or confusing everybody, uh yeah, I'm uh <laughs> I'm Marty Chart and I'm actually not quite ranked yet. I was admin as of last week. Um, but my boss did die and so I'm just kinda taking over his spot. Marty Chart? Marty Chart. So I guess if I'm ranked, I'd be like <laughs> two hundred and twenty four. So you're the the lowest monster hunter. Well, the most, well, sure, by numbers, absolutely, but I got a lot of, you know, I got a lot of different skills. Hey, no, no harm, no foul here. I can completely understand it. It's also just useful because it tells us that there are only 224 monster hunters in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when does admin work not come in handy, you know? (laughs) So true. Paperwork is the foundation (laughs) to any organization. Now, you four have worked together a fair amount, I guess, this week. Um, this Sorry, is a- maybe I shouldn't. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. Marty, Marty, you've known, you've known everybody as Marty has worked in the office for quite some time. I think started in the, the LMAO mailroom before working his way up as an assistant. Am I gendering Marty correctly? Yes. Okay. As an assistant and then finally getting the shot to to join. So you all know each other fairly well. Feel free to lean on your rich interpersonal histories as we go forward. Perfect. But 
you guys make your way through. You have teleported into the jungles of Costa Rica, and this is where we will start off. So just to cover it, there are some clues that you will need to gather. I don't know what they are yet or anything, but broadly, I think the <laughs> things that you're going to need to figure out about Pazunias are where they lair, do they have any special abilities? Do they have any special weaknesses? And what are their like victims or targeted food or prey in order to better find them? Because you know where you find them, you will find this bundle grab, bud. So that's the information that you need. Right now, you actually enter out and you are at the edge of, I think you're just at the, like, the edge of a clearing. There's like a river that is flowing nearby. You're deep in the jungles. It's quiet. You see some like an old stone building, like a stone, presumably temple or something like that, that is kind of vined over with growth. And you are just here in the jungle. What are you guys doing? Can we have everyone's names one more time? Is that okay? Yeah, let's go down. Aaron, why don't you start us off? Bumbly Brant. Carlisle Chaplin. (laughs) They call me Puppy. Puppy. Marty Chart. There Thanks. you go. So I guess of these, <laughs> Bumbly Brant, you are technically the best monster hunter. Or are you the leader <laughs> of this group? I'd say I'm the leader, yeah. Okay. Self-appointed, you know. <laughs> Who's your number two? Well, my number two is Carlisle. Chip. Hey. Lots of experience. I've Not been around the physical block. strength. But- oh, well, I'm a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Bumbly. No, is Bumbly your first name or is it Bumbly Brant? Oh, no. Bumbly's my first name. <laughs> Mr. Brant, if you're uh, being respectful, which nobody <laughs> is in this group. Mr. Brant, I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bumbly, you, how are you getting this group organized as you guys come through? As you come through, <laughs> obviously, you feel it. You were already pretty wiped from. This is like your fourth bounce this week. And you guys all just come through yeah. and it just wrecks for Cause there was a brief moment where you can't remember how to walk. Yeah. Right? Like, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I, I brought a sack of oranges. I'd like to peel them for the group. <laughs> okay. Roll to peel an orange, Jeff. Okay. I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. So I think this is very easy enough to do. I also rolled a two. Hey. So. Like me? Oh. You know what? I, let me double check this. Drama. It has to be higher. Oh, so you fail it on the check. I mean, I think that I just am wiped from that bounce. And plus, I'm a little older than everyone else. So, yeah. And so, in fact, so, yeah, you do get one XP. So make sure to track that. Yes, sir. Now, here is the thing, then, Carlisle. (sighs) This bounce has hit you harder than the others and harder than you expected. There's (sighs) actually something about your episodic memory that you have lost. So either a fact about the world or a personal memory that you have that is also temporarily gone. What is it? Oh, gosh, I forgot my parents' names. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah, you just can't remember your parents. I know that they were there, but I don't remember their names. Which is tough because you think of them every time you see an orange. Yeah, they taught me how to eat oranges. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bumbly, how are you getting this group organized right now as you guys come through? All right, so um, I'm want everyone to get on their bikes because that's how we're going to be traveling through the jungle. Respect the nature. So yeah, we do. We brought bikes <laughs> with us. So oh, I, I'm going to unfold them. So I'm, I guess I'm going to roll roll to <laughs> unfold the bike. <laughs> yeah, that that is the foldable bike. Go ahead and 
<laughs> so these are bicycle bikes? Yeah, they're bicycle bikes. So Okay, um, cool. That's yeah, how of we're course. Travel. The, yeah, the most useful thing in a jungle is a bicycle bike. A bicycle. So I rolled a two. Okay. I rolled Good luck. a two one. also. Okay. Oh my so <laughs> Oh, yeah, brother. the the bike just clatters <laughs> to the to the jungle floor Damn, from your hands. Just... Okay, Marty, could you uh, <laughs> like the bikes and try to unfold those? Oh yeah, all... I got I can get the bikes for sure, and I do have everyone's safety waivers here. So I just if anyone wants to look over, please do let me know that. You know, Marty, roll for paperwork. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh gosh, be careful. <laughs> Well, I hope everyone was thinking this would take this long. Five. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Normally, that would be huge. I rolled a six. No. Jesus. So here's the problem. Marty, you look at you, pat around. You left your whole bag in the room before you guys left. So, Marty, you actually, none of your equipment did you bring with you, which is obviously mostly paperwork related. But so your your notebook, your pens, your clipboard, all of the the paperwork was left behind. Okay. I don't mean I, to overstep, but we could just slash and hack our way for the jungle. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pubby, yeah. go ahead and, <laughs> and start to do it. Why don't we? I think Pubby doesn't seem like somebody who waits for instructions to me. Yeah. So I think Pubby just starts hacking away into the woods. Because the sound of my voice, but I'm very skittish. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm so you know what? You're so you're so right, Puppy. I forgot you are also number one ninety five out of two hundred and twenty four yeah. in monster hunting. So you present a tough exterior. I'm quite soft on the inside, but yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll roll. So yeah, Puppy. Here's what you're gonna roll for. Then you're not rolling to hack and slash. You're rolling to present confidently. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's a free. Okay. Yes. I rolled a two. So Puppy. You do. You successfully present your idea in a confident, conscious way that lands well with the rest of the group. Uh, I think Puppy reminds me of my father. I'm going to attach that name to what my father's name is. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so Puppy pro- proposes hacking and slashing through the jungle, and that sounds like a, a decent idea to the rest of you as you watch hey, hey. the bike start to sink into a quicksand. Okay. <laughs> Bikes were, you know, you know, that wasn't my idea. So someone said, bring bikes to the jungle, respect the jungle, but no, I think let's uh, get get out your machetes, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine. Okay. Uh, and then, then we, we slash through north. Great. I just want to roll to look for snakes. Smart. Oh. Very smart. Snakes. Yeah, let's roll to look for snakes. Okay. I rolled a five. Hey, I rolled a four. Awesome. Yes. So you tell me, do you see any snakes? Yeah, I do. All right. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Everyone look. Okay. <laughs> look <at this. laughs> Everyone look to your right. You're going to see look. something brown. And yes, snakes can be brown. They can be any color. I've seen a blue one. This one's brown. It's got a beautiful diamond pattern on its back. I'm taking notes. <laughs> This one's not a tattle boy. It's just a regular snake. But listen, the tattle boys like to hang out with other other snakes. So we got to keep our eye out for for the tattle boy, otherwise known as the Pazoni. Pazunia. Pazunia. I'm going to take a little risk for my voice now. 
Whoever you're supposed to Well, and I wasn't going to, you know, I was like, I'm not going to bring Barry up so soon. You know, my boss that did die last week. Um, I was like, I'm not going to bring him up. But he, here goes, because it is kind of a natural segue. Uh, something that we used to do with Barry is like, I got to find a monster. He'd be like, Marty, you got to show your belly. You just expose your belly because I am very good bait. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So you're just going to try to bait a pizunia? Like draw out the pizunia. Yep. Okay, Ooh. great. Roll for bait, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to make this a little bit harder. I think this is a 2d6 situation. So I'm oh. going to roll 2d6. <laughs> Good luck. I got a four yeah. total. I rolled a <laughs> seven a total. Oh, dang. Oh, and so you only roll 1d6. Well, um, then it was a three total. Okay. <laughs> so, Marty, you you guys all watch. You you know, you've hacked and slashed a little ways. You stopped to kind of discuss. Marty just plops down and pulls his very tempting belly up, but nothing, nothing, I guess, literally nothing bites. Marty, you're just sitting in the jungle with your, your belly <laughs> exposed. Can I, can I roll to give a raspberry to his belly to add some levity to this situation? <laughs> You know, here's what I'll say. There, you definitely don't need to roll to give a raspberry because that's you can just give a raspberry. But you yeah. will need to roll to have it land well. I rolled a six yeah, with the group. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also rolled a six. So, <laughs> so yeah, you guys are are. Oh, but Aaron, you yeah. get another dice. Oh yeah, I did. You get a skill it. out of this. Oh. So, Aaron, you tried to, to do anything. Now, the what you tried to do was to add some levity. So, what s- more specific skill do you want to have a, a higher ability in? Um, I want to have a higher ability in uh knowing, oh god, what's something I can actually achieve as a performer? Um like uh, reading the room? Yeah, yeah, like reading yeah. the room. Yeah. Okay, so you are reading the room too. So anytime you try oh, to read the room, cool. you can use two d6 to roll. Nice. Uh, I spent uh, some good times on the mean streets of Orlando, Florida, growing up with my family, and uh, <laughs> I got a good scent. Right, uh, I got a good nose for smelling, so I want to sniff the air, see if I can get the smell of a reptile at all. Okay, yeah, roll for tracking, I guess, for yeah. scent tracking. Okay, and I rolled a two, but I'm going to use an experience. Can I do that? You can. Now, you will still fail at this attempt, but you will forever have a better skill. Does that make sense? Oh, I got it. I see what you're saying. You know what? Uh, fuck that. I don't enjoy this this thing. Yeah, you can use your experience point not only to get a new skill, but also to succeed at the roll. So, okay. yes. And, and I'm going to say a six is an automatic success. If you roll all sixes, you automatically succeed. So I'm going to retroactively say that Bumbly... You blow that raspberry, everybody laughs. The tension <laughs> breaks. Oh, that's wow. awesome. You successfully know how to read the room. Wow, such levity. It's <laughs> my first yeah. raspberry. They remind me <laughs> of know, my father. In, it's a dangerous his situation. Name? His name was a uh, uh, pup, puppy, I think. That's my name. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. Get out of town. You then, Carlisle, also successfully track a scent, but you do also get to add a new skill. So you use do anything to try to track a scent. What is the more specific, more specific than do anything? What is, what is the skill that you're adding? 
Uh, I think it's uh, follow your nose. And, uh, <laughs> if I walk into a place, I can smell if something's a foot. Like, Great. Uh, so yeah, you're you, know. you have a write down follow your nose too. Yes. Yeah, you do track a scent. You smell something along the river. This is the Telere River in Costa Rica, and you do track a scent headed south southwest. Oh, could you say that again? I was. You track a scent kind of along the river going southwest. So it's going against the current of the river, and it seems to be going uphill further into the mountains. There's something southwest going up into the mountains. Let's follow it then. Shall we get in the river? Yes, Mr. Branch. <laughs> Let's fold this river. <laughs> Sorry, we can't be scented. Scented. Smelled. Smelled. By other creatures. <laughs> I'm so sorry could, I've made so many decisions today. We could all of us. slather ourselves in mud and the muck <gasps> so that no one detects us going up river. Um, and would I imagine that we've gotten any sort of map from Lamau? You did. The problem is Marty had it in his bag. <laughs> yeah. And I am again. And I do want to say one more time. I am sorry about that. It's not your fault, Marty. Don't worry about it. Wow. Okay, so no, that's just I mean, something you don't always hear. If we're going up a mountain, I imagine we're going to need rope at yeah. some point. So um, I'm just going to fashion some twine and um, some roots and whatnot to make rope. Um, before I was a monster hunter, I worked at Michael's Arts and Crafts. <laughs> okay, then, especially with that background, I'm not. I'm just going to roll one d six. This seems like something you should be able to do. <laughs> So, roll a d6. I got a two. I also got a two. Yes! Wait, does that suck for me? Yeah. That means you fail. (laughs) Yeah, I think... So, I think the problem is that as you go, you guys have moved a little bit further. And as you're fashioning the twine, you realize one one piece of the twine (laughs) is moving. Oh, God. Ew, Slithering. ew, ew, gross. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh I, my god. I tried to climb a up a tree. I, I think I it is. I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to kill that snake. <laughs> okay, oh how are you trying to kill this snake? I'm going to uh, grab it and then throw it into the river. Okay. <laughs> no wonder Susan is so angry. <laughs> I know. But yeah, Carly will roll to throw snake. <laughs> Okay, that was a five. If you could be that yes. bad, I'd like to see it. I rolled a one. Yes. So this, oh, that sucks. this snake is not very large. It's only about a foot long. And yeah, you grab the snake. What do you do with it? I chuck it across the river so it lands on the other side. <laughs> it, it does. It kind of barrel rolls along the ground for a little while. And then it sort of shake, almost shakes itself off. And in a huff, slithers away into the underbrush. <laughs> That's how we dealt with snakes in Orlando back in the 20s. <laughs> I'm proud to be your father. Oh, God. Carlisle tries to hold it together. <laughs> oh. You know what? I think you should roll for that. Yeah. It's a, oh, naturally, it's a one. It is a one. Wow. Oh, and no. I rolled a five. Yeah. Carlisle, you do oh. not hold it together. You fall apart. And I'm not sure yeah. if it's because... Puppy is being so nice, and I think of him as my father now, or if I, I'm sad about not remembering my father and mother's names, or or maybe I'm worried about that snake. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'd like to roll to comfort this man. Great. Marty, go ahead and roll. 
Marty, you, I'm, I'm only going to roll 1d6. So you roll 1d6 as well, and we'll see how you do. Okay, great. It's a three. Okay, I got a five. Now, here's the thing. You do have an experience point, so you could convert this to a six and succeed if you want. Um, and I am I am sorry to say this in front of Jeff, but I think I'm going to save my experience. <laughs> okay, great. I get it. So I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to go over there and make it all about me. It's very comforting to be like, you know, and I, I know what it is like to lose somebody as I did lose Barry last week. Um, and I was thinking to myself, don't bring that up too much, Marty. But it just kind of felt like a natural time for me to tell you I have seen loss. And as far as I can tell, it does not get better. Um, but that doesn't mean we don't, you know, that doesn't mean we don't stop, you know, and I just want you to kind of ponder that and see if anything resonates. I was half expecting you to go into a troll hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Troll hammer, of course, being your D and D character from from whose voice I have stolen from today. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's a great callback. Yeah, as you are doing that, you all hear a rustle in the the leaves of the the jungle to your right, just next to the bank. What do you do? Um, I'm going to look again and see if I can see what it is. Okay, roll for it. Like identifying. Uh, Is that right? Like identifying, like tracking, identifying? Yeah, yeah, you can track. So this is also a thing where if you can find a way to justify it, you can use your your higher skill. So if you can find a way to justify reading the room, you could use 2d6 instead of 1. I'm totally reading the room in this situation because, like, (laughs) I'm trying to see if this animal's out to harm us or feeling in a good mood. Might not even be an animal, might be a person. So I'm going to, like, kind of read the room, see where the chips land. I got an eight. Okay, I rolled a five. So yes. you successfully read the room. And as a result, you see there a humanoid outline in the shadows of the jungle as the leaves push aside. And you see a small boy walk forward, like 10, maybe 12 years old. He looks like he's a little small for his age. And he walks out and he just says in accented English that I am not going to approximate, but for everybody's imagination imagine this is a costa rican boy speaking in accented english and he says um wow you you're really not good at this are you or hello nice to meet you you're making all kinds of noise this is a dangerous area and you're just crying at the edge of a river well i'm sorry i'm sorry that uh emotions are scare you (laughs) please don't be offended by my Weeping friend, we're looking for um, Pasonia. 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 And he says, "I know I'm your contact." Oh, 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 oh that is right. And oh. I'm sorry, I've lost all your information. <laughs> and he says, "Okay." We were told to call you Jim. Do you like to go by Jim? And he he really furrows his his head and he's like i told him my name is juan i don't understand why he has such (laughs) like yeah but if you can only say jim then say jim but it is juan i've practiced three times under my breath and i can't say juan so i'm ready (laughs) yes i can say juan i think that's how i'd say it juan Juan. hey juan would you like uh orange i wouldn't if i were you juan because like 
He can't peel them. So. I don't need to. I throw an orange to Juan. <laughs> Juan catches it. And nice. he gives it a sniff and he just puts it in his little satchel that he has on his back. And he's like, this will be good for later. What information do you have? Are you ready for well, this hunt? Uh, we have some info. Okay. We know he likes to hang out with other snakes. And uh, looks like a turtle boy. He's up there in the mountains. I can sort of smell him. Oh, that that's great. Let's let's head that way then. The sooner we get there, we've been getting reports from Mexico that already their local cryptids are getting hit pretty hard. I don't want <sighs> the Pizunias to suffer the same fate now, from these let me buds. Ask you, what uh is the Pizunias good to you or is you, does he do stuff for you or is it just sort of like a non nuisance? And then Jeff, he answers it. So here's the other thing, and uh, this is full disclosure. So you guys do need to get these clues. You are going to be telling me the answers to these. I'm not going oh. to be making it up. So you, that is a great question. You tell me, it, is it a nuisance? Is it a beloved creature? I, I think it's beloved. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, that makes I sense. I think it, it eats the pests. Mm. Great. And do you and uh, so in the in him talking about it, what uh, this sounds like a perfect thing. You're getting the clue of what it's like, quote unquote, victims are what its food supply is. What does it eat? What are the pests that it eats? Oh, gosh, uh, like locusts. Whoa. OK, great. So you've determined one of your clues. It eats locusts. We did it. Yes. So, yeah, what are you guys doing then at this point? Juan is there and he is kind of following. It seems like you guys are kind of following Carlisle's nose up the mountain. Is that correct? Uh, Yes, I I believe so. Um, As we're walking, uh, Pubby will ask Juan, like, I've seen some wild, crazy things all over the world. All over the... Oh, gosh. War, oh, gosh. Jason, Jason Statham. There it is. Um, <laughs> Jason Statham. I've seen... That's Michael Caine. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um, I just want to ask you, to, dude, what are some abilities of this... <laughs> I've seen, you know, all kinds of monsters all over the world. Wait, does Puppy drop his accent? (laughs) Gosh, Puppy? It's just, no, no, I've I've committed to the voice. Um, You know, I've seen all kinds of crazy beasts all over the world. Things that shoot their nails off into walls. um, Monsters that eat feet. What about the bazoonia? What have you seen? And he goes on to tell you, Rashan, what is something that he has seen? Oh, he's seen a bazoonia uh, go into a pet store and eat a whole goat. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah. So, Yeah, and he says that, and he goes on to say, like, of course, we later figured out that the goat had locusts on its back. (laughs) Oh, so yeah. And she say he throws, he eats the bathwater with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're they'll eat anything if it's if it's got what they're looking for on it. Oh, I've been there for sure. <laughs> Sometimes you're at a potluck and you're like, "Don't even tell me," you know. Um, Oi. Puppy has a stick of dynamite in her back pocket. <laughs> in your back pocket? Yeah. 
It's not, not too bad. <laughs> it's dry. I mean, it's not lit. I'm just saying, if uh, if a bazonia will eat anything, as long as but it's we, got a locust on it. I feel uh. like we don't necessarily want to kill the bazonia. More oh, like all right. This it. is why I'm 195. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it you know, I'm just like- going to bring up a rear. You guys go ahead. I mean, honestly, no, I don't no, know what no, no. to do. It was all in the documents of the left. I guess it's our call. <laughs> no, no, I mean, this, I here, this is the problem is that sometimes, especially after multiple bounces, is that, like, it does affect your other memory, which is why they make such a point to ensure that you carry duplicate oh, paperwork no. so you can always remember the mission assignment. So could I try to roll to see what I can pull up from like photographic memory? I feel like, and to justify it, I feel like as a long-term admin, I'd be okay at this. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to say for sure, you're going to roll for photographic memory. I'm going to roll 2d6. You get to roll one. Claire, you do have two XP just to remind you. Yeah. So that's what I think. Let me see how the roll goes. Currently, you are just going to roll 1d6. Let me see where the... (laughs) So go ahead and roll that, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, it was, in keeping with the theme of the show, a two. Okay. (laughs) Now, you can make that a six, if you want, by spending an XP. And then, even though I rolled higher than that, I will say you can succeed at this if you get all sixes. So. Nice. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to spend my XP. Okay, so you you are... Use it on me? (laughs) (laughs) And see, this is why I didn't want to comfort you, Jeff. (laughs) So this means then, Claire, you have, I think we're going to call it photographic memory two. Oh, hell yeah. So you have a photographic memory. So you, going forward, you can use your photographic memory with two D6. Okay. You are able to remember. What is it that you're trying to remember? Uh, trying to remember kind of what our mission was. Your mission is to stop the so the Bondelgrab bud. Any Bondelgrab bud looks for the local cryptid and tries to consume and merge with it to join the hive mind of the Bondelgrab. Like the Bondelgrab is is kind of like the Borg in that it is constantly assimilating other cryptids. So your job is to try to find and your job really ultimately is to kill the Bondelgrab bud. Ideally, before it consumes the pizunias, but if it has already consumed a pizunia, then you need to kill both. Okay. I'm going to relay this to the group, and just for my own notes, did I just spend one or two of my XP? You just spent one. Actually, I'm going to say two, since I rolled two D6, and you had it. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. Wow. That's a... Okay. Well, I guess we'll hold on to that stick of dynamite. And I want to say, like, Carl, uh, that's not his name, but Bumbly kind of, like, shakes his head, like, and then is like, oh, yeah, we don't don't even need to see the Pazonia if we don't see it, if we see the little bud. Sorry, we just have to find the little bud. So I'm going to look for it and see if I see any signs, slime slime trail or anything like that. (laughs) Okay, great. Sorry. I think... This seems oh. like, are you trying to read the room? No, I don't think you're trying to read the room. I think you're trying to track. No, I'm tracking. Yeah. Okay, so roll 1d6 for so do I, anything. I did go ahead and roll one, but I'm going <laughs> to use my, I have two XP, so I'd like to use one to get a six. Okay, nice. I made this 2d6 roll. Okay. So you're going to need to use both XP. So I'll use both. Okay, great. So you get a new skill. What is your new okay. skill? 
My new skill is um, definitely uh, excellent vision. Okay, and, yeah. And um, I also, I can like spot, like magic eye, I can like spot things <laughs> that are hidden. Okay. Yeah. So you, I'm going to just call that excellent vision too, but okay. for sure, all of that's there. Yeah. Yeah, so you successfully do, you you notice this thin, greasy trail in the, the jungle. It's actually kind of along the, the side where the snake got thrown. So the only problem is it's on the other side of the river. Okay. Okay. I need everybody to whisper, bend over, over, so that you look like you're hunched over. We're going to hunch over. We're going to bend over. <laughs> Carlisle, will you roll to here? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely oh, rolling. Yeah. Oh, this my is God. Not- you're 88. I rolled a four, <laughs> rolled a four also. Oh, so, so oh, you're going to fail. You do have an XP, I think. <laughs> I'm saving it. <laughs> yeah, not like this. Yeah. Okay. Carlisle, you are going to completely <laughs> mishear the instructions that Bumbly is about to gotcha. say. Gotcha. Make yourself bigger. So nar, I just, like, nar, sort of, like, stretch my arms out and, like, <laughs> The rest of you watch in horror as Carlisle just cr- makes this huge shout in the jungle and uh, all of the jungle noise just stops. <gasps> Like all Come the birds stop chirping. No, 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 no. Puppy tackles uh, <laughs> tackles Car- Carlisle. Excuse I, me. Uh, can... oh, okay. Um, Just can't watch down. another man die today. I gotta see. Roll to <laughs> roll to tackle. And I want to roll to see how my bones hold up. Okay. Six. Yeah. So so this is an opposed roll. So instead of me rolling against you, Carlisle, you are going to roll against. What'd you roll? Six. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's two things. Oh, Pubby, you get can. your first new skill, Pubby. Yeah. So what is this? So you just are, you used your do anything ability to try to tackle. So what is the more specific than do anything? What is this skill that you have? Uh, it's called bring the ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Yeah. You have bring the ruckus too. Going forward, if you try to bring the ruckus, you can use. <laughs> 2d6. And Carlisle, your role, your opposing role, which is to test your bone health, was a one. So I think something definitely snaps. I go down hard and I scream, Father! (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) Uh, I see, do you tackle me from behind or from the front? Uh, I would tackle you rugby style, so... Uh, from the front shoulder to your hip bone. Area. Okay, my hip is destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you you see that. You <laughs> Carlisle just kind of oh, that is how Barry went. Hand <laughs> me an orange. Hand me an orange. <laughs> I hand him I'm an gonna orange. toss him an orange. Oh go okay, ahead. Great. Bite into it. I bite into it hard. <laughs> With the peel and everything. He's that XP. <laughs> Carlisle roll. This is going to be, you're going to roll, I mean, essentially, I'm making you roll to figure something out. So this is going to be, if you can justify figuring it out with follow your nose, you're welcome to roll 2d6. If you want to do it yourself or just do anything, it'll be rolling one. I'm letting you know I am rolling 3d6. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm rolling two. Okay. Oh, oh, one's a six. Okay. So do it. uh, I'm going to. 
burns luck to make the other one a six. Yeah, yeah. So you're burning your XP and converting the other one into a yeah. six as well. Okay, great. So this, so you will succeed. So, so now this is, needs to be more specific than just following your nose. This mm-hmm. is a more specific skill that you will now have a three d six level in. What's cool. the more specific skill than following your nose? Using following my nose. I uh, what am I trying to accomplish exactly? Well, so here's what I'll tell you. As you go yep. to bite down, you realize this orange is a much darker black color. And as mm-hmm. you are about to bite into it, you see some of the mimicry of it slip away into like a claymation kind of look as a oh, series wow. of eyes open and a mouth starts to grin. And oh. it goes like, <laughs> <laughs> as you're about to bite into this bondle orange. Okay. I suck in so much air with my nose, and I uh, just sort of uh, <laughs> scream at it. I, it's, it's air control, so I, it's basically air control. So I just like before I put it in my mouth, I spit it out. Okay, okay. So, so you have a you have air control three. <laughs> yeah, air control three, which means I can sort of like if anything gets into my mouth, it's not going down my. my yeah. yeah, yeah, invaluable. It also uh, is like if I if I jump in the water, I can hold my breath for a while. Yeah, totally. Wow. Yeah, you use that ability, and you manage to stop it as it clamps on the sides of your mouth, and like a face hugger starts to try to force itself down your mouth. The rest of you watch in <gasps> horror as this bondle grab bud seems to have tracked you all and starts trying to force Carlisle to eat it. What do you all do? I guess Puppy, seeing this, would try to reach into Carlisle's mouth and pull out the bondle. Okay. So bring the ruckus. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to reach in, not gently. <laughs> no. Okay. I think we've, we, we've, we've passed gentle. Okay. All right. Um, that's a six total. Ooh, okay. Wait, I have a, I have marked a failure of mine from before. That doesn't mean anything. No, you, so you rolled a six total. What are the individual rolls? Four and a two. Okay. You could burn one to convert one of those to a six. You wouldn't get a new skill, but you could succeed at this roll. Uh, yeah, I'll burn it. I'll make it a 10. Okay, great. (laughs) That's great. Cause I rolled a nine. Yes. You successfully grab on. You watch in horror, kind of in horror, the rest of you, as Carlisle, the the skin around his mouth just rips away as its little tendrils are in there. And you realize this isn't, it's not like this bondle grab bud mixed with an orange. This bondle grab bud seemed to have somehow mixed with like a chameleon, which was Uh. its mimicking ability is so good as it rips it away. So, Puppy, you managed to rip it off of Carlisle's face. What are you doing with it as it turns and starts to skitter and try to merge, like, flow up your arm towards your own mouth? Uh, I want to take my stick of dynamite and shove it in its mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. I'm going to roll 2d6. I think this is difficult, but not epic. So... Is this you trying to bring the ruckus? <laughs> I guess it's the only thing I know how to do. All right, so, roll yes. 2d6. Let's go. Damn it, it's a three. <laughs> I rolled an 11. So Whoa. you do get an XP on this, so track that. But okay. you are unable to get it in. And it's pretty simple. It's just its mouth is just rubbing against your the skin of your arm as it's crawling up. I suppose under your sleeves, because you guys are all wearing... I would assume you're wearing like long sleeve pants and yeah. shirts. Mm-hmm. So it is crawling under your shirt, up your arm. 
Like, oh, this is disgusting. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, somebody help me. Please. <laughs> okay, puppy's, um, puppy's scared. And yeah. I have, weirdly enough, seen Barry do something similar <laughs> in a similar situation. Uh, and that it wasn't when he died. Could I roll? <sighs> this is such a, maybe a stretch. But I maybe not. A photographic memory to try to mimic what I've seen Barry do. Interesting. Yeah. What is it that you're trying to do? Um, I've okay. That's you know what I hadn't got that far. <laughs> I think I was expecting to know if I'm being honest, but I do think it stands a little bit. Um, Here's what I'll say. I don't. Th- I think you can roll roll photographic memory, and I I'm going to say I don't think if you're trying to do it yourself, I'm going to make the the roll very like I'm going to roll um 3d6 against you if you're yeah, trying so to tell somebody really else to what like, to do what else to do yeah yeah then that will just be 1d6 because you you have a photographic memory well we'll say 2d6 because you're also trying to do it so yeah you you go ahead and roll i'll roll 2d6 and we'll see who okay so i'm rolling i rolled a five and then am i rolling another yeah and a four so nine great you beat me i rolled a seven so yeah nice. you successfully you manage you pull from your memory what your former boss did in a similar situation to successfully deal with it and you shout it to somebody who do you shout it to and what do you shout um i am going to shout it at bumbly bumbly broad <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm sorry is that right i'm gonna mr. i'm gonna brant. shout out bumbly yeah, brant, bumbly brant <laughs> mr brant and uh well we know fire for sure works with this thing um mm-hmm. but i'm not sure we have that if you remember it, you remember it. So yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, aim six inches to its left, and it hates fire. <laughs> okay, sorry. And you said that to me, right? Yeah. Okay, but it's not exactly where it appears to be. It's a little off. Okay. Um. Well, I have just a, like fishing I, and hatchet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna take out my lighter, like sure. my cigars yeah and um and since i've got really good eyesight i think i can like really pinpoint where he's trying to tell me to like shoot the fire Mm -hmm. so um i'm gonna ask um carlisle because he has such good breath control to like breathe i'm gonna i've got you know the lighter and some lighter like stuff and i'm gonna ask him to blow it Yes. Um, okay. So here's directly. what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say on this. Since what you're re- gonna be rolling to do is to successfully flamethrow something, <laughs> yes. You, all of those things are absolutely great points, and there are reasons why I am going to roll less dice. Okay. So it's gonna be uh, I'm gonna be proposing less of a difficulty, but you still only get to roll one d six. Okay. Because this is a new. Because you're really you're not trying yeah. to see real well. You're trying to flamethrow well. Yeah. I rolled a three. You know what? I yeah. rolled a two. <gasps> oh, yes. So Bumbley, yeah. So Bumbley, you successfully flamethrow with this lighter, this kind of hodgepodge solution. So I assume Bumbley, you're basically doing that trick where you hack your lighter to make it shoot a bigger gout of flame out. Yeah, basically. And I'm using Carlisle's breath, you know, so he gets a big pet on the back. <laughs> Thank this- you. You do, and the bud screeches, halts. It's, well, it is under Pubby's shirt. Pubby, your shirt lights on fire. And the bud does start screeching and stops climbing up your arm, but your arm is on fire right now. What do you do, Pubby? Uh, I jump into the river. 
Great. <gasps> Be careful. It's That's what it's there for. Yeah, it's puppy, for. yeah, you jump into the river. It it extinguishes. You feel the bud separate from you, but you do feel the current pick up. And the rest of you watch as Puppy starts getting pulled down the river. What, oh, no. what are you all doing? I'm getting in the river with him. <laughs> all right, Carlisle, you're jumping in. Carlisle, are you trying to like swim to him? Yeah, but I'm going underwater so I can swim faster and use that <laughs> air control I got. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm in the water. Somebody help me. I'm going to say you're not going to use your air control for this because you're trying to swim, which is a skill yeah. you haven't used, but I will lower the difficulty of it. So I will roll 1d6 against your 1d6. Cool. Here we go. Okay, it was a 1, but <laughs> I'm burning some luck. Yeah. Okay, great. So you're adding a <laughs> nice. new skill. And it's swim. So, yeah, so you have swim too. Great. So you do. You're able to swim through this. The current's not too, too bad, but it is picking up. But yeah, you make your way. You swim over to him. You see the the bud separate and kind of swim away. When you're under the water, you see it separate and kind of propulsion away from Pubby. So it's somewhere in the river, but it's not immediately on Pubby. What are you doing as you catch up to Pubby? Uh, I'm going to get him back to land. So I'm going to grab him and sort of drag him. Okay. I think, I mean, you're already good at swimming, so that's, I don't think, super difficult. Puppy, are you doing anything while you're underwater? Uh, Puppy's just trying to get their their head above water. Okay. Trying to gasp for air. uh, Puppy's not the greatest swimmer, (laughs) but just knows that (laughs) fire is bad for water. Yeah. Yeah, and vice versa. (laughs) Yeah. Do you need air? Because I can give you some air. (laughs) Sure. If that's helpful. Yes, I would sir, love your ass. So yeah. Carlisle and Puppy lock lips underwater <laughs> as Carlisle breathes air into his surrogate father figure. <laughs> oh, boy. Lot to unpack. Lot to unpack. Yeah. Marty and Bumble, you watch as they breach the water and Carlisle pulls Puppy to shore like 100, 150 yards down away from you. And Juan is watching and is just like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> we drowned it. It's drowned. <clears throat> Is that a thing that I thought it fire hurts it? Yes, but it's gonna have to come back to get near the fire to warm up, so that's <laughs> when we get it. <clears throat> and you Thank know, we you know that so power much. works. We don't know that water doesn't work, yeah. and so I guess what we did is we monster hunted. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, Juan, do you have any fire, Juan? Uh yeah. Wait, why doesn't why doesn't you do it? And he points at uh, Bumbly with the lighter in hand. I don't know. Uh, no one seems to want to talk to me about it. But I'm, I'm happy to try again. Uh, I, I lit my friend on fire, my co-worker. I'd already given somebody a raspberry, so maybe my social skills are a little bit off. I, I don't know. But You know what, I Bumbly? Can't... Read the room. <laughs> <laughs> so roll 2d6. Okay. <laughs> I got a four. I also got a four. So okay. I think you failed to read the room. And yeah. Bumbly just keeps talking <laughs> yeah. like this. Sorry, I'm not. not. I, I could use my lighter, you know, or, but no one asked me to. I mean, you I did, Jim, s- once, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, which way I should mean, I point it? Let, uh, let me propose something. Just Carl need to know what we've done. All Carl knows, Mr. Druthers, all he knows is we were dropped off. We handled it. Now we go back home. Lamau doesn't know. 
And Juan is looking at you all and is like, wait, what? You're just going to abandon us? I, I, I sort of like whisper to Puppy, do we have to take care of him? No, 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 no. Nar, nar. Lamau. I mean, honestly, I think at this point I will take my orders from Puppy because I don't re- I don't think uh, Mr. Brant's earned my respect. With I'm going to try. What about what about Marty? I'm sh- I'm shooting it with my fire. I'm Wait, what are you fire. shooting? The bundle. The, it's the, in the, the water. It's, I know. It, it went down the river. But I'm shooting in the direction of it. So it You're just shooting the water. You're just shooting. <laughs> I'm going to run after it. I'm running. <laughs> Running after it. Okay, you're 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 running down the river. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, you're chasing down the the river and you hear a disconcerting rumble ahead of you as you see you pass a bend and you see ahead a waterfall. Oh Oh, no. Um I'm gonna try to roll to think about like to um remember if the bundle if I think the bundle bud can survive going down a waterfall. Okay, roll to think. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> Come on, Bumbly, think. Stupid Kiwi, think. Yeah, Bumbly. Kiwi. Honestly, here's the thing: is you, you are the number fifteen in the world. You're a very good monster hunter within the ranks of the monster hunters that exist. But you have been hunting Bondle Grob buds. Yeah. For weeks, like every day, and every day you have to bounce to it. So every day you are having your like your physical memory just wiped, right? Like yeah. you lose, you forget what you can do. You have to start over, and it slowly starts to come back. Like your vision is coming back, your ability to read the room is coming back. Like your skills are coming back into play, but it's so slow, and it is so cumulative. This like stress and difficulty of just the horror of this situation and you just completely break down. Like you you oh, do no. not know. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So you're just at the edge of a waterfall in the middle of the jungle of Costa Rica while I'm your barfing. coworkers are are kind of talking about whether or not they should murder a kid to cover <laughs> That's yeah. not what I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just what I asked what we should do about him. I didn't say should, I said take care of him, okay? It's different, okay? Uh, no? <laughs> so what do you do in this moment, Bumbly? Um, oh, I'm freaking out. I'm I'm going to roll to try to get it to get my shit together. Okay, roll, roll to get your <laughs> shit together. I rolled a six. I rolled a six. Yes. Hey, yeah. okay. Hell yeah. So you, yeah. you get a new skill. It sounds like, what is the skill? Maintaining. Oh, wow. I love it. Yeah, so you have a yeah. two in maintaining, and yeah. you successfully wow. pull yourself together. You see below you, as you're doing this bumbly, you see there is a large pool, a still pool of water, and at the edge of this pool, there is kind of a natural rock formation that forms almost like a dam. And you realize whatever is in, if something fell into this water, it is not likely to just have spilled further out. So you see like, as you're looking down and as you maintain, you see that if the bottle grab is still in the water, it is in the pool below you. Okay. I'm going to, how far is it down? Can I jump? Um, It looks like 20, 25 feet. Ooh, yeah. I want to dive with you. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. dive. Let's hold hands and I'm dive. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to probably slowly climb down. I don't think my body can handle it. Yeah, well, you do have a shattered hip. So. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so you're going to climb down? 
wait, I mean, wait, 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 no, wait, so much wait, worse. what, okay, hold on, um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna judge the area, like, what's the easiest way uh, for me down? I wait, I can fashion, um, <laughs> some sort of, like, uh, a pulley system using my arts and crafts skills. Oh, okay. We don't got time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I jump. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm gonna... But I, do, but I do it in a beautiful swan dive. I'm gonna roll 3d6 on this, because... Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> you have sweat? a shattered hip, and you're 88 years old. <laughs> Shit. So, and and you don't have any. I mean, you're pretty good at swimming. So, yeah, yeah. I guess. But you. But really, honestly, what you're doing is rolling to stand up. <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna say you get to roll a d one or one d six. Uh, before I go, I'm like, listen, if he's down there, I'll make him come up, and then I. <laughs> I rolled a two. Okay, I oh. rolled a nine. So, oh, so close. <laughs> Carlisle, you struggle. You try to pull yourself forward and to the edge of the waterfall and just sort of dive in in order to try to grab the bundle grab. You misjudge as you skip forward and you kind of lazily somersault in the oh. air, but not on purpose, and you just belly flop <laughs> onto the surface of the water with just a slam. Everybody watches, and then you just sort of sink under the surface of the water. What do you do in this moment? I take a big breath in, and I hold my... I use my air control. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> air control is never going to come back. <laughs> Great, yeah. So, so I guess you're right. We'll, you'll roll air control against not having the breath knocked out of you. Yeah. So let's see, that's a five and a two and another two. So that's nine. Okay, I rolled a six. So yeah, you successfully hold your breath. I'm going to say that you do take additional, like, I think your other hip breaks. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) But but you're in water and you are a pretty good swimmer. So for the moment, if you're able to ignore the pain, which your air control seems to be allowing you to do, Mm -hmm. because I guess you can do breath work. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So you're doing this breath work to hold the pain, and you're there underwater, and you are, what are you doing in this moment? Um, swimming down to the bottom, and just sort of like, I mean, swimming with my arms, I, my legs are fucked, I can't yeah. use those. Uh, and I'm just like sort of looking for this this little, little chameleon, little peach boy. Okay, great. While you do that, the other three of you, you're above, are you also diving in, or are you climbing down? What are you guys doing? Um, I guess I'm just going to be like, well, looks like we got our bait. And uh, I'm going to dive in after him. Great. But I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a full health, healthy man. Yeah. So it shouldn't be too, too hard, but you are still going to roll to dive. Oh, Marty, you bet. Don't land on me. <laughs> I got a four. Okay. I rolled a five. So okay, well, you, shoot. I think you uh, trip and <laughs> I, think, I think you do the same thing. I think you also just completely belly flop. Yeah, but you don't water. have your air control like I do. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, Marty, go ahead and roll to hold your breath. Okay, let's see here now. That's a four. I rolled a five. So you start breathing okay, water I'm in drowning. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I do have, and hear this, two XP now. You do, <laughs> which is pretty useful. As you start to drown in the water, you just take a big gulp in of water and start to go under. Pubby, what are you doing? Um. Pubby wants to fashion some sort of net. We've got to be have, find a way to contain this bulb. 
Okay, you're going to try the arts and crafts routes again. Yes. Okay, great. But I'm going to bring the ruckus and use my advanced skills in arts and crafts. <laughs> okay. To call, can I... Wait, what's better? What is the justification for this? How are you bringing the ruckus in your arts and crafts? <laughs> now, now that I think about I didn't realize you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'll develop a new move called like fashion. Like I can create... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're just going to oh. go for an automatic success. Yeah. Okay, great. I love it. So do you want it to be fashion or do you want it to be arts and crafts? Uh, You said fashion. So let's go with. I think fashion, just like using the elements around me to create some sort of like um, Swiss family Robinson. uh, Let's call it fabrication then. Fabrication. I I like like that. that. Okay, cool. So you have fabrication too. Yeah, you successfully, you know, you're, and this, this works great because this is exactly, this makes sense. Earlier you tried to make something, but your muscle memory wasn't there but you're feeling it come back you're great at like this is your skill set as a monster hunter is you put things together on the fly in the field you're very much like a macgyver type and you successfully quickly put together like a a sort of a net cage to with the fiber work around you to capture the bud bumbly what are you doing i'm jumping for sure okay roll to dive then you got this bumbly I got a three. Roll to die. (laughs) You got a three, you said? Yes, I do. I rolled a three as well. So you also just slam into the water. (laughs) Ouch. Oh, no. And I think now you are going to be rolling to swim. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead. I got a four. I rolled a one. So So I'm doing a butterfly stroke, y'all. Oh, (laughs) nice. (laughs) So you are doing that. Now, Bumbly, you are then, as you manage to maintain, so you're the only one on the surface of the water. Yeah. Marty, you are still up above with Juan, who's up there watching. And he is just- Oh, no, I'm dead. Drowning, I'm sorry, not Marty. Drowning. Puppy is still up there. Marty is splashing and has gone under the surface of the water. My spirit might still be up there. <laughs> Carlisle is under the water as well. Pubby and Shit. Juan are watching. And Juan is like, he said you were the, the best that they had. Is this what, yes. is this what Lamau does? We were the best team available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, um, oh, we are. You just have to put in your availability and they just let you know when they're ready to work. <laughs> we are so fucked. We are. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the that's thing you got to realize working for Lamau. We're always fucked. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Carlisle, you're under the you're under the surface. What if we all die? <laughs> oh God. You see Marty just eat shit and then is just flailing under the water. Clearly Marty cannot swim at all. Okay, oh. well. <laughs> okay, well, I've taken two oaths in my life. The first or the one on right now is to catch all monsters. But the other one is a lifeguard's oath, and that is to save anyone that needs saving. So I swim over to Marty and I pull him up. Okay. Roll oh. your swim check. Oh, so two dice. Yeah. Yeah, I rolled a six. That's a four and a two. I rolled a four. So you successfully grab Marty and pull him to the surface. And then I give him some air control. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So you Aww. lock lips with Marty in a deep, <laughs> a deep, intimate moment of pushing air into yeah, his I lungs. Don't know if it, I don't know if it matters, but I rolled a four and two threes. 
I rolled a six, so you successfully you you do it. You you two breach the surface, Bumbly. You are there paddling, and you all hear a disconcerting clatter on the rocks at the edge of this pool. So this is like a pool. This is in the mountains of Costa Rica, right? So there's jungle all around. There's this rushing water going over this waterfall into this relatively still pool of water here in this river. The rocks are built up. This is sort of almost what will eventually become like a valley, you know, as it's being degraded. But so the the rocks are pretty difficult to climb around here. And you hear the clatter like a keratin type clatter as you hear the clatter of hooves on rock. And as the three of you look around, you see first a Pazuna and then another and then another as they start to come out and are, are clattering and looking into this pool. These hooved snakes that are just almost covered in these small hoof like limbs just and I, I think this is a, a thing about the way they move. You know how snakes make the S shape? I forget what it's called. Yeah. They wind, I guess. These like corkscrew, they roll over and over. It's how they move forward since they have hooves. And they're just like upside down because the hooves are on their back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll like slot, they'll like slither for a little ways and then corkscrew and climb using the hooves. It's truly disconcerting and and fairly gross (laughs) as they're there. And Juan up above is just like, the Pazunas, I've never seen this many in one place before. There must be a lot of locusts there, right? Or something's calling them. Or do they understand human speech? And if so, what language do they speak, if any? Juan? (laughs) Now, I'll remind you, Juan is 25 feet up a waterfall (laughs) from you. So I'm yelling this, Juan? (laughs) Do they understand human speech? And if so, what language do they speak? Roll to yell. (laughs) Oh, roll to yell. I rolled a one. It's oh, hard you- to yell. I also yeah. rolled a one. Oh, oh so yay. unfortunately, you are not able to be heard over the sound of the waterfall. You uh, only action will aid you in this moment. But mm-hmm. Bumbly, what do you do? Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna like get now. I'm gonna get really big and wave my arms and try to shoo. Well, okay, that's wait. I, I take I that back. S- I Can I see the butt? Or go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say, I thought we weren't doing that. Right, right. Okay. All right. Uh, you're drowning, right? So shut up. Uh, or, oh, okay. So, no sass, no, no sass, no sass, no sass right now. Um, What's the <laughs> word that I'm looking for? The bud. Where's the bud? Can I see it? You need to look around for it. So okay, uh, roll with your around. excellent vision. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got a... So I get to do two because I have excellent vision. Mm-hmm. I got an eleven. Great, I rolled a ten. So oh my you God. see, as you look around the room, you spot or not room the pool. You <laughs> the spot pool. it clamoring over the edge of the rocks that create kind of the natural dam at the other edge. It looks like it's about to try to escape further downriver. No, I'm gonna grab it with my little hand. I'm gonna try to grab it. <laughs> Wait, do you have a little hand or your <laughs> hands small? It's smaller than like a smaller than a friggin' snake turtle. Can I'm feeling my mortality. Try to throw it in my makeshift cage. Yes, I can. Okay, great. So I, can I try. think. So yeah, you here. We're gonna do these both at the same time. So Bumbly, you go ahead and roll to try to grab it, and 
If you can use one of your other abilities and justify it, you can add those. I'm going to roll 2d6 for this. And Pubby, you roll to catch it in your net. So if you can justify it under bringing the ruckus, you can as well. So first off, Bumbly, what did you get? Um, This doesn't count as like maintaining or something, does it? I mean, that's up to you to justify it to me. Well, I think, okay, I think that, like, this situation is real crazy. And, like, everyone's drowning. I'm underwater. People are sassing me. Um, and so I'm going to grab, I'm, I'm like, trying to maintain right now and just, like, do what needs to get done. So I'm trying to grab it. I'm getting my okay. whole body, like, poised. I'm going to grab it and throw it. This is a lot. Yeah. I have to maintain. Okay. That seems justified to me. So what did you get? A whole seven. All right, I rolled a six. You successfully grabbed the bundle grab bud right as it's about to slip over the rocks. And then, Rashawn, you are trying to catch it in the net. Mm -hmm. So is this bringing the ruckus? Yes, this is bringing the ruckus in, like, and knowing that whenever I feel like something has made contact with the cage to just yank it up. Okay, cool. Yeah. So roll 2d6. Eight, a six, and a two. Okay, I will. I'll use one of my XP. Yeah. Okay. To make it a twelve. Okay. Awesome. So, what is the the so more specific than bringing the ruckus? What skill are you using at play right now? Uh, I'm using uh 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 uh, strong arms. (laughs) Yeah, because in order to do bringing the ruckus, obviously you need to have strong arms. But sometimes strong arms is more specific. It's like you know, rectangle square definitions. Yeah, you have strong arms three <laughs> is your ability. And you successfully land it around Bumbley's hand and then yank and pull. And you have a Bondelgrab bud dangling in a cage, like a net cage over the edge of the waterfall. What are you doing with it, Pubby? Uh, I am... Uh, tying off the other end to like uh, a tree so that it stays um, hanging and then I want Juan to contact uh, Lamau. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right? Yeah, it should be a like, container pod or something. Yeah, and he's like didn't any of you get a satellite phone? God. <gasps> Why did my bother asking? And he <laughs> pulls from his satchel a satellite <laughs> phone, flips the antenna and starts calling it in. Below, what's that? <laughs> what's he got in his hand up there? Uh, I called down to him. He's got a satellite phone. We've got I'm to get roll you out to of- listen. <laughs> I rolled a five. Okay. Aww. I mean, he's not trying to hide it, but well, I guess he is because he rolled a six. So <laughs> one Aww. shoots like daggers at you, and then turns his back and like covers <laughs> his mouth as he's calling it in. Oh my god, he's turned on us. He's turned on us. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Literally. Carlisle, you are swimming with one arm. Your hips are shattered. You have Marty yep. in your other arm. What are you doing in the pool? Um, is there any land that isn't surrounded by... Uh, or like, like... You said that the... Uh, Pazunas? Pazunas? The Pazunas, yeah. Pazunas. Are they like all over now? Yeah, the Pazunias, there's like four or five of them. They're just watching right now and yeah, sort of clattering like, over the rocks. Yeah, I want to find some area where I can sort of like shove up our dear friend Marty. Okay, you do. There's Yeah, at the edge of the pool, there's a, a spot where you can go. 
as you do, you see the pizunias, a couple of them are slither clattering, like clathering, slittering towards you. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> oh, roll to, I guess, what would you describe this? What are you trying to do? Uh, I think as number 88 in the monster, or Lamau, <laughs> uh-huh. you, you learn to uh, suck up and like show deference to people uh, <laughs> above you. So this is me basically like rolling over being like, hey, come on. I respect you. I, I, I think you are the best. So I'm like uh, placating, I guess. Yeah, so roll to placate. <laughs> I rolled a three. Okay, great. I rolled a two. <laughs> I love these twos. I rolled two D6 oh, for that, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so you successfully placate. So as you do that, they come forward, and you can see they, they look at you, and they are looking at this, this situation, and then... Yeah. And then Carlisle, the Pizunias, two of them come forward and they gently kind of nudge Marty away and they slither oh. over your shoulders. Do you allow them or do you push them away? Uh, um, I, I allow them. Marty, what do you do? Uh, I think based off what Juan said, I will also allow. Right? Because it's the, it's the Pizunias, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to allow that, I think. But I, I allow, but I also check my body for locusts. <laughs> no locusts. You don't have any locusts on you. You don't I smell th- any locusts on you, at least, with your I follow your nose. how they say hello. And, <laughs> and you all watch as the Pizunias, then they surround, the others come and start to surround Carlisle as well. And pretty oh. soon, Car- Carlisle, unless you fight it, you are like, you have these hooved snakes kind of rolling and skittering like all over your person and you can feel them start to pull you back into the pool uh, but peacefully like they're not trying to bite you or anything like that okay uh, i'm cool with this i'm cool with this and i'm like sort of just like looking to mario like what do i do i you know i gotta be honest i feel a little conflicted because it does seem like it's what they want and we are at their house <laughs> <laughs> And then as you experience that, you feel them pull you under the water, oh, Carlisle. Okay. Oh, I hold my breath. Okay, roll for air control. <laughs> okay, that's uh, three. Okay, so I am going to burn two lux because I rolled a six <laughs> and two ones. <laughs> well, so you rolled a six, so you rolled an eight? Yep. Oh, you want to add a new skill, I see, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then also just make sure that it's I don't. Okay, drown. sure. What's the new skill? This is more specific than air control. Uh, this is <laughs> this is called gills of a fish. You know what? I love it. Yeah. Th- so this is gills four. Yeah. Which makes sense because as you get pulled under, the pizunias pull you towards an odd area. You can see above you where the water is crashing from the waterfall. And that, of in that classic th- tradition, you see a space behind the waterfall. And as they pull you in, there is something inside that is glowing. It is under the water. This is an underwater cave. There's something glowing there. And you can see small eggs that are sort of around it. And you realize this is a breeding area. And as they pull you forward, you feel a fish brush past you. And as it does, you feel gills open on the sides of your neck. And you are breathing underwater, and you feel, as you get close to that, your hips knit back together. 
Whoa, let me uh, Carlisle like. And <laughs> yeah, so you you do that. You look at your hands. They have taken on some other characteristics of this fish that brushed past you. Namely, like you have kind of like webbed between your fingers. I mean, you basically look like Shape of Water is <laughs> sort of what uh, you're yeah. turning into. But you are effortlessly in the living in the water. These pizunias are sort of rolling and, and clattering and, and kind of being in this space with you, just swimming through the water uh, I, joyfully. I'm laughing and swimming with them like we're just little pups. Great. <laughs> Do you come back to the surface? The rest of you are watching kind of in confusion and possible horror as Carlisle just dipped below the water and hasn't come back. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I spend a little, I, I think I'm down there for a little too long. So I'm, I'm hanging out. <laughs> Bumbly, Carlisle's been under there for like five or six minutes. What do you do? Yeah. Especially you start to hear a... Of like a helicopter. Or nor. Okay. Um, I'm going to jump under the water and try with my great vision to see if I can see like what's going on down there. If I can see his body so I can bring it back to his family. (laughs) Great. Roll your excellent vision. Okay. I got a two, one and a one. So yeah, you don't see anything. Nor, so I'm gonna pop my head back up and say like, he's he's a goner. <laughs> a nar, it's really tough. We can all process this later. Luckily, he lived a full life. So, you know, we we yeah, we're gonna have to get out of the water. And one's so, like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, sorry, one. You did a great job, though. Thanks. So did you all. It was an honor working with you all. You really showed me. The true incompetence of Lamau. Yeah, that was much too kind, to be honest with you. And why we're in the right to do this. And he motions, and you see armed figures come out of the jungle. (laughs) What? What? And he turns and he says, they got the bud barely. You were right. This organization needs to be replaced. And Barb Wexler walks forward (gasps) and says, (gasps) bitch. (laughs) Well, the organization needs to be replaced or... Maybe the number one monster hunter needs to be replaced. <laughs> as they start to motion, we we pull back as Marty, Pubby, and Bumbly are gathered up, pushed into a black helicopter, taken to parts unknown with a bondle raw bud that's been collected for reasons unknown in the middle of the Costa Rican jungle. And <laughs> where we leave is about 45 minutes later in the pool. Yeah! Oh, kid again! <laughs> Carlisle, you look around. Nobody is there. I'm like, did I imagine this whole thing? Oh, Carlisle. Oh, no. Oh, no. You Carlisle. I just slink back out of the water. I my life with a fish. <laughs> That's where we'll end our, <laughs> our episode. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god. Da, 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 this was da, twists da, and turns. <laughs> What's <laughs> wrong with us? Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, reach out on social media at Mystery County, or even better, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and all kinds of weird bits. Until next time, Watch out for Barb Wexler.
just like, why I? We don't have a ton of time, so we only have about 15 minutes left. <laughs> um, Aaron, I do appreciate it. I did say 145. Yes, I'll let you know in 12 minutes. <laughs> okay, great. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>